Blog Talk Radio. Need the opportunity to say something uh, and do the presentation. So I'm going to say something about myself first. That um, I was born in India, raised there quarter less than a quarter years, uh, and since then I'm here. I played an ancient game named Coco hockey. That's a floor hockey, and then cricket. And here in Southern California, but you know, even though we are 
uncomfortable this heat, I have to stop and think about what's happening down there in Miami, which is a tragedy of the highest order. And my thoughts are with those people, um, their unfortunate um, occurrence down there. So good morning and uh, welcome to the cricket show episode of the entertainment show with your host, Ivor. Thank you. And uh, back to you, Leon and Ivor. Yes, well, I think we have Matrice with us. And uh, Matrice, yeah. we want to say good morning to you and let us know what's happening in your neck of the woods over there in the, the Big Apple. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Leon, Ivor, Mr. Dennis. Um, it's a beautiful 75 degrees over here. We have some sunshine, quiet and nice, a little chill, beautiful weather. So, yeah, pleasant. Good morning to you, Marcus. Okay, thank you. Good morning, good morning. Yes, good morning. Um, glad to hear your voice. We tried to get you last week, but we couldn't get through to you. Okay, well... Things happen, but I'm glad I could be here today. Family front here is doing great. Yes. Everybody's Mm -hmm. doing good, so hope that your audience who's listening are doing okay, and welcome to the show. Okay. Awesome. Glad to be here. Yes. Well, without any further ado, Leon, let's go ahead and give the show its blessings. So you put your word on. Yes, yes. Yes, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you for your giving us this opportunity to do yet another show. We thank you for all the years you allowed us to do a show. Pray, I pray that this show will go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray especially for the, 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 the folks who are involved with that tragedy over there in, in um, Miami Beach. This awesome uh, we just pray that they may just cover more bodies. I had to think that they are still alive, but I'm just hoping and praying, Lord, that you could spare some life. We thank you for all the things you have done for us, and we pray that you just continue to heal the ones who are suffering, or friends and loved ones, namely my dear wife, Eunice, Eugene Francis, my brother, and then uh, Julian Francis, my brother, Dr. Lee Lashley, a great friend of mine. Ruby Locke, Ma Ruby. All these mom, Lord. Barbara Francis, my sister. Wentworth Francis. Mertrice Nesbitt is here with us this morning as well, Lord. Boston Otto, El Camino Willett, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Connie Whitley. Dennis Kelman, Isa Cornelius, Ellie Matt, Willis Daniels, Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hornsike. And all the others who have not expressed their concerns, we pray for them. We pray that we just continue to bless them, heal them, touch their hearts, Lord, and their bodies, and heal the ones who have not expressed their concerns, Lord. We pray for the ones who are supporting us financially and otherwise, Lord. We pray for the ones who may be tempted to use use their devices and be drawn astray and being involved with the law. We pray for this country, Lord, as it goes through a period of uncertainty with the vaccine and the COVID-19 and all the other countries of the world world who are suffering. We pray for all the peoples of this world. We pray that they may just 
have some time to tune in and hear some of the wonderful things that we will be saying this morning. We thank you again, Lord, for all the wonderful things you have done for us. And trust that you just continue to bless us, each and every one, each panelist who has come on this morning, who will be coming on this morning and make their presentation. Thank you, Lord. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, then, I want to say thank you last week for coming through in flying colors. Had great reviews for the show last week, so we just want to say thanks oh. again. The tennis was yes. in, and uh, yes. you held the first, second, third, and fourth. Held yes, the fourth. indeed. Try, <laughs> but I can't. You can't be duplicated, guys. Just try to be as good as I can, and can't be duplicated. You make it. Make it perfect. Right, Dennis? Yes, indeed. I'm here. I'm happy to be here with you with today. You know, I'm a little bit on the sore side, my arm, because I had my pneumonia sh- shot yesterday. So, feeling a little rough on uh, one side of the hand. But, you know, this is all for the good. So, I'm uh, really not complaining, just observe. Okay, well then, it's time to give us a good report. If it remains the same, it's all good. Oh, How yes, is it no, on your home point? All is well. All is well for my neck of the woods. I'm grateful for small mercies. It could be worse. I'm not complaining whatsoever. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I had to see somebody each and every day that I get up and sleep and being able to say, um, prepare meals and, and do the necessary um, things that we have to do to keep one life, uh, you know, hopeful. But nothing extra to to report. I'm, I'm just grateful and thankful for all the blessings. It could be worse. Okay, we're back on. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We are. We're back on. Ivor, you're back on. Yes, yes. I just trying to come through here and see what. We have in store, so yes, Mr. Heat would have tell us what is happening in the neck of the woods today. Well, you have to tell us what would have happened during the week, if anything of significance. Oh, I've uh, had a little time to, you know, do um, some reading, and I'm happy to tell you that uh, I uh, came across a nice little item written by Dean Wilson of the United Kingdom Daily Mirror. He's the cricket correspondent there. And uh, he was drawing our attention to the publication of West Indies legendary bowler, Michael Holding, uh, now cricket commentator, who was just recently published a book, a book titled Why We Kneel and How We Rise, published by Simon & Schuster. And of Mm. course, in the book, Michael Holding expand on the subject of Black Lives Matter, which he spoke about so movingly on Sky Sports TV last year. Holding says he's not an activist, only a cricket commentator, and he's happy to talk about the issues in the right forums and discuss it with anyone. He gained much attention that he had not expected. He's glad that his views struck a chord and education is the key. So says cricket correspondent Dean Wilson. The book is a starting point, and the England and County Cricket Board 
could do a lot more worse than to give a copy of this book to all cricketers in their employ. So that's what kept me up uh, this past week. Uh, I was very delighted to congratulate Michael Holding on his publication. Back to you, Liam. Iva. Yes, good to hear that. And um, I hope that you're going to have a better day today. You said that you're a little under the weather, but this show is going to bring you up and you're going to put a little pep in your step. And, of course, we are praying for everything. All that can go well will go well if you haven't taken the second shot. Trying to save lives, trying to protect yourself and others. Well, with that, folks, you know, um, we're here for the next, um, we're here until high noon, you know, next we'll just put it that way. And in the first hour, we usually have our inspirational portion where we try to inspire you with something of some sort. Hope you like what we have to offer today. And of course, Leon would take off his robe and he'll put on his sporting gears and he'll bring you sports, let you know what's happening in the wide world of sports, especially West Indies cricket. Four o'clock, stay tuned for that. And of course, we will have birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place on this date. That comes up, compliment Mr. Audley Watson. Of course, respect to hear from Mr. Cardinal Mills. He'll tell us what's happening in around Virgin Islands. Our roving reporter down there in St. Kitts, Mr. Lynette Fox. She normally comes in and tells us what's happening in St. and uh, the neighboring islands. And, of course, much as you would have heard her telling us what's happening in the north of us. That's over there in the New York area. But you, too, can be a part of the show. 515-605-9850. Press the 1, and, of course, you will be audible. We always move over for our listeners. So we ask you to tell your neighbors, tell your friends that we're here, and we're here every, every Saturday to bring you great inspirational songs and uh, talk, whatever it may be. And then, of course, on Sunday, you're not going to forget that we're here to give you the great cricket talk at 6 o'clock in the p.m. when Liam would be on the high, heavy roller, rolling out all of the cricketing ideas. Tomorrow, promises to be no less than what would have gone past because you're in store to hear something very, very special, especially that West Indies are going to be in action today. Well, having said that, I want to say good morning to one and all. Phil, if you're listening up, we want to say good morning to you too. Become very popular on this show, so we hope to hear from Mr. Fillmore this morning. So, don't any further ado, let us see if we can get the train rolling. Is the train ready to go? Let's see. Where is the train? Where is the train? Ready, cause this train is arriving soon. 
shoes. Yeah. So put your house in hard and bring cause this is no car food. Yeah. In order to get your ticket, man, your heart up is your and clean. Yeah. So watch your big old days and cause him one disrupt this scene. Yeah. For the Holy Spirit standing by so people have no fear. Yeah. And Jesus Christ has promised that he always will be dear. Just read your Bible, watch and pray cause these are trying times. Yeah. And if you don't look out, my friend, you could be left behind. Yeah. This train is getting closer now, I can see the light. Yeah. And a band of holy angels, man, what a glorious sight. Yeah. The heavenly choir charging out a song of victory. Yeah. And in the twinkling of a night, time will cease to be. But we're ready, we're ready to the things that we pray. We're ready, we're ready to survive and die. Tickets 
get your ticket, man, your heart will be pure and clean. So watch out the whole state and call him one, this hope is seen. For the Holy Spirit standing by so people have no fear. And Jesus Christ has promised that he always will be dear. Just read your Bible, watch and pray, cause these are trying times. And if you don't look up, my friend, you could be left behind. The train is getting closer now, I can see the light. And a band of holy angels, man, what a glorious sight. The heavenly choir chanting out the song of victory. And in the twinkling of a night, time will cease to be. But we're ready, we're ready to sing the sweet refrain. We're ready, we're ready to go to Zion
In the 
He said, I'll never forsake you. Though the waters are raging, oh, they'll do you no harm. Don't give up the battle, for your answer is coming. Just hold on to Jesus. And ride out your storm
There we go again. There's a place up there for people like you. Just shutting me down for some strange reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. But we'll soon get out of this segment. Devil is in the house. It's wagging its tail. It's wagging its tail. So, we're going to try to... I'm going to try to get it back. We're on here, but I've lost my host um, control that has gone away. Again, as usual, for the fifth time this morning, I guess. Hmm. Okay, we're going to continue. I'll see us to come back, so let us do that. There's a place up there for people like you, but there's room down here for you as well, so keep doing what you do. It's a place for people like you. And there's a place for women like you as well. So. Mm-hmm. Out of many one people we are, just believe it or not, we're trying to get back live again to see what's happening. So stick and stay, folks. Stick and stay. Stick and stay. We're trying to get back. We can have control here. We're some eight minutes away from sports, so don't you dare touch the dial. Don't you dare touch the dial. Okay, trying to get it back. Let's see what we got here again. I need to get the woman like you're going. Tell me, Simoto, you're coming back into the show. Okay. Start the show, first one. It's hidden. Where the first one? Where was that? Where did it go? Somewhere up there. Doing what you do is a place of death people like you. I can I can bring in a song for you in case until you're ready. Yeah, go ahead, Leah. Sponsor my end too? Definitely. We're an anchor for those who are hurting. We're a harbor for those who Sometimes it's not always easy Bearing Calvary's cross 
We've been ridiculed by those who don't know him And mocked by those who don't believe Still I love standing up for my Jesus Cause of all that he's done for me The gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I am not afraid to be counted, but I'm willing to give my life. See, I'm ready to be all you want me to be. Blind me to 
Brought to you compliments of blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show. Tune in every Sunday afternoon from 6 p.m. See here Leon Francis and Ivor Henry. You're going to tune in from 6 to 9 p.m. Of course. And now, here's Leon Francis. Uh, pleasant good morning to all of you once again. Uh, another wonderful show despite our little setbacks, the Ivor's. Always look forward to this segment each and every morning. I love to sing along. Sometimes I don't know the words, but I hum and make myself merry. And I know Dennis would laugh at me. He said, You're singing behind here? Nevertheless. Good <laughs> you. Yes, let's begin with this morning's sports with the ICC Test Championship. And it was India at home to New Zealand. I say at home, you know, England, whenever they write, the fixture list, they always put the home team first. So India were up against New Zealand, and it was a thrilling, thrilling encounter. It went for six days. When I say six days, they had six days in which to complete the match. Rain having um, take a toll of some days, but nevertheless, they, there was a victor. And we just want to say congratulations to New Zealand for winning yet a wonderful tournament. England winning, I mean, New Zealand winning there by some eight wickets. Scores in the match. India, 217 and 170. New Zealand, 249 and 144-2. Kyle Jameson was named the player of the match. And, of course, tomorrow we'll be going into details with this, What, why India did not win, why New Zealand performed so outstandingly. West Indies are coming up, at least they are entertaining South Africa in the Caribbean. And having played two test matches, West Indies were shellacked, they say, beaten badly. Two matches to nil, and what we call a whitewash in the Red Ball series. We are turning our attention to the T20s now, and West Indies, they have recalled Russell, Andrew Russell is back on the side, and let me just give you the full squad, because it comprises of the following players. Kyron Powell, not Powell, but Pollard, I wish it were Kyron Powell. Kyron, Kyron 
Pollard, the captain, Nicholas Puran, the vice captain, Fabian Allen, Dwayne Bravo, Fidel Edwards, Andre Fletcher, Chris Gale, Jason Holder, Evan Lewis, Obed McCoy, Andrew Russell, Wendell Simmons, and Kevin Sinclair. No Hetmeyer. They will be playing their first encounter this evening at 2 o'clock, folks. Take that in, bear that in mind. They will play the first T20 this evening at 2, beginning at 2.20, 2 o'clock. And the next match will be played on the 27th, which is tomorrow. And the third will be played on the 29th. The fourth will be played the 1st of July. And the, uh, the fifth will be played at on July the 3rd. And all these matches will be played in the Grenada. So we just wish the Western is well. Well, but... South Africa, they are not taking any chances because they are looking forward to carry their confidence to the test, from the test series on to the T20s as uh, they have only sent back three of the current couple of players to South Africa and the, the, the bulk of them are left in the Caribbean. So we wish the Western is well and hope that they can just um, make up for their losses in the test series. England ladies against India um, ladies, and the match was ended in a draw. An exciting draw it was because England scoring 396-49. India ladies scored 231 in the first innings, and in the second innings, the tail won, won big time, and they scored 344 for eight, and showing that it was a draw in the series. They'll go on to play three ODIs and three T20s, and we'll tell you more about that tomorrow as well. And over in the PSL, the Multan Sultans, they have clinched the maiden test, test uh, maiden PSL title. And they were up against, they were up against this Darren Sami who is the manager for the, the opposing team. His side went down by some, by a big margin, is it? By some 40-odd runs. So, again, the Molten Sultan, they have clinched the maiden PSL title. Sri Lanka, they are due to tour England. Uh, of course, they have started, and they are playing right now. England having won the first T20s, and they are presently playing the third today. And the latest score I have, they were six without loss, but it could have been advanced more um, since then. Um, they'll play the, the T20s. They'll play another T20 on the, 20, the 29th, and then they'll do... No, on the 29th, they'll play their first ODI, and on July the 1st will be the second ODI, and on the 3rd will be played on the 4th. So good luck to, we just want to see if Sri Lankan can stay up, stave off the whitewash, but England, they are, their tails are up, and they want to make sure that they go with a clean sweep. And the West Indies ladies are going to be entertaining a tour 
and they have named a team the West Indies squad with Stefani Taylor. Nisa Mohammed has been brought back into the squad. Alain Aline, Shamil Cornell, Brittany Cooper, Deandra Dutton, Shanil Henry, Aisha Knight, and Kachona Knight, Haley Matthews, um, Shadine Nation, Kamrisha Ramarak, and Shakira Selman. We wish the Westerners well. We'll fill you in with the fixture list tomorrow as they come to hand. And some series we want to, you to bear in mind. India, of course, women are entertaining India women from June the 16th to July the 15th. And Pakistan women, they will be touring the West Indies starting June 30th, and they will end on July the 18th. We'll follow with the tour, the 100, the women 100. And that will take place July the 21st to August the 21st. And we do have a little bit of feedback. Could you kindly help me in that endeavor? I don't know who it is, but I can hear the background noises. Please. Turning our attention to some big soccer news over overseas, the UEFA 2020 are being played right now. I'll just give you the top two teams that have gone through to the round of 16, um, Group A, Italy and Wales, Belgium and Denmark in the Group B. In Group C, we have Netherlands and Austria. In, in Group D, uh, England, Croatia. And in Group E, we have Sweden and Spain. And of course, in the Group F, we have France and Germany. Just want to let you know about some NBA, NBA playoffs in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, scores, Phoenix Suns are coming up against the LA Clippers. The first game sees the Suns scoring 120, and the Clippers were able to mount 114. In the second game, the Suns, also won that game 104 to 103. But in game three, the Clippers came back to win 106 to 92. The fourth game will be played uh, later tonight. And then on the 28th, that will be the fifth game. And on the sixth game, will be played on Wednesday, the 30th. And Phoenix will be at home to the LA, LA Clippers. The final game, if it warrants that, will go will be played on the fifth. In the West, the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks, they be playing. Uh, they are playing against the Atlanta Hawks, and what a good uh, competition this is. The game one, Hawks won that by 116, 113. Game two, the Bucks came back to beat the Hawks, 125 to 91, and. Game three will be played on Sunday. The fourth will be played on Tuesday. And the fifth will be played on um, Thursday. And if needs be, the sixth will be played on Saturday. And then the seventh, if, if it calls for a seventh game, will be played on Monday. Good luck to both teams. 
And, of course, we're looking forward to that big uh, tennis encounter over in England where the, uh, the Wimbledon is, will be taking place come Monday. And the venue, of course, will be the, at the All England Club. The matches will be played from the 28th to the 28th of June to the 11th of July. The two-time champion Andy Murray makes a welcome comeback in the Wimbledon singles when he when one of the sporting highlights of the British summer returns on Monday, of course. The Serbian Novak Djokovic is the favorite to defend his Wimbledon crown and win a record equaling 90-20 Grand Slam. If Djokovic wins, he will equal the other two Grand Slam holders who have already obtained 20 Grand Slam. And those are Nadal and, of course, you know, the favorite there, our good friend, Federer. What can you expect when the Wimbledon returns? The Japanese four-time Grand Slam champion, Naomi Osaka, she will not be taking part, as you know, and many of you have known before, that she has pulled out because of her, her injury to herself. Ah, not injury, but an illness that she feels might be aggravated. And, of course, also with the missing from the tournament is the great Rafael Nadal. He's also taking some time off. And we just hope that this tournament will go on and everything will be going. We can always look forward to, always look forward to seeing the tournament at Wimbledon. Again, Federer has 20 Grand Slams. Nadal, Nadal, he has 20 as well. And Djokovic is 19. And if he wins this one, obviously, he will equal that. And just to tell you, the, the, men, the singles, the top eight seeds, uh, Novak, Djokovic, Daniel Medvedev, uh, and Stefanas is in third place. Alexandra, fourth, Andre. Robley fifth, and Roger Federer, 40 years old, he's in sixth place, and Mato, Marine Tini, he's sixth, he's seventh, and Arthur um, Agot. In the women, you have Ashley Barty, Anna Sabalinka, Elena Finiluni, and Sophia Kenin, Bianca Andresa, sixth, is fifth, and Serena Williams, she's at and Aiga Swatek, she's on seven, and Kelowna, Cuba. And Serena obviously is trying to another effort to get that evasive 24th Grand Slam. Can she do it? She wants to equal the record set by the Australian Margaret Court. And she's doing her utmost at age 40. She is really trying her utmost, and I know it's very difficult, but we just want to wish all the players well and hope that the tournament goes on well. And the first round will go from the 28th to the 29th, and then the, the second round will be from the 30th to the 3rd of July, and the last 16 will go from July the 5th until, and then the 6th to the 7th will be the quarterfinals, and then the 10th of July will be the 9th with the women's final, 
and on the eleventh, the, the left, left of July, the men's finals. We just hope that the better player wins. And finally, uh, this might be of interest to some of the fans around because Nico Ali Walsh. You may say, who is Nika Nikki or Nico Ali Walsh? Nico Ali Walsh is the grandson of Muhammad Ali, and he'll be fighting um, on August, August the, the 20th, the, 20th, the 14th of August, he'll be making his, his um, debut as a uh, professional fighter, and guess whom would be managing? The same manager who manages his grandfather, and he has done so for 20 years. Bob Aram. Bob Aram is going to be taking on the youngster. So we wish the youngster well. Bob Aram um, he is one of the, the greatest. And at, in the 80s, folks, he's still, I think he's 86, 87. I, I saw he's eight someplace. He's some, yes, 89 years old and still, you know, doing these things. I tell you, it's a marvel. But we just want to tell you that tomorrow you. We probably may not have an, um, a guest because we have so much to talk about. You know, we have to talk about the West Indies, uh, big loss. Of course, we have to talk about the ICC Test Championship. Of course, we have the ladies' upcoming tour, and we have so much to tell you tomorrow. So we just invite you to be with us. And, of course, if you do, we'll be grateful. If you can't, we'll really understand. But you can always go back in the archives and pick up what we discussed. just want to tell you also that the cricket show is, is really proud and, and honored to be able to carry the many shows that we do. We carry the entertainment show on Saturday mornings and on Tuesdays we carry the Mason and Guest and of course at various times we carry other shows as well. But we want to just invite you and uh, appeal to you to assist us with keeping the show in the air by providing whatever funds you can have. No amount is too small, nor do we uh, refuse any large amounts as well. Send your contribution to the Cricket Show INC, P.O. Box 1139, Crawfordville, Florida 32326. Again, the address is the Cricket Show INC, P.O. Box 1139, Crawfordville, Florida and, of course, we appreciate any amount that you can. And we just hope that you continue to enjoy this wonderful show this morning and hope that you'll invite others to be with us. So back over to you, Ivan. Yes, thank you, Leon. Thank you. And um, we would have had it by none other than uh, Mr. Leon Francis. But I think Mr. Heath would want to add something to what you would have said there. So come on in. Dennis? Oh, just wanted to give uh, Leon an update on that England score. Uh, they were 60, 85 without loss in the, in fact, they're now 97 without loss in the 10th over. So it looks like we're due for an exciting match here, Leon. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Okay, well, folks, you can hear it all here tomorrow. 6 o'clock in the p.m. Tell your neighbors, tell your friends that um, the show is going to be very exciting tomorrow. There's going to be an inside edge 
by Audley Watson, and that one you're not going to want to miss. Don't forget, birthday and anniversary hour comes up from 6.30 in the p.m. That too, you don't want to get in on, because there's no better sounding name than when you hear it on the radio. Okay, well, folks, we are waiting David Mason to tell us what's happening in and around our neck of the woods in terms of sports, cricket in particular. But I can tell you right now it's raining on and off, but we're up to 84 degrees in my neck of the woods. We're going to be in for a rainy weekend, so I know the cricket is going to be um, play and stop and stop. Well, I'm happy to be here with David you. David has pulled in his truck already, mister. Oh, David is um, he's, he's back in his truck. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me see if we can try him. Morning, David. Good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning, Ivor. <coughs> good morning, Leon. Good morning, Cardinal. Good morning, sir. <coughs> Marquise and Lynette, good morning. Morning to everyone in the world. Good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are. Good morning. You know, everyone in the Caribbean, I would like to say good morning. A special good morning to them now that we're down into the, into the hurricane. Uh, good morning, David. Good yeah. yeah, morning, sir. Good morning, David. I don't know if you've ever met yeah. Mr. Heat, but he's very, very hot in in, 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 the, in the chat room. I, I've never met him, but I, you know, I... I hear him a couple of times on there when I come on the program, so I'd like to say also good morning to Mr. E. Good morning to you, um, David. Yes, sir. But, however, um, the news is not good for cricket here in South Florida. Um, as you know, this weekend is supposed to be the final of the South Florida Cricket Alliance um, 30 over competition. Right now, there's a little bit of um, maybe some lame excuse. I would say some lame excuse in reference to the game. I would call it that. That is my opinion. But, you know, you can't have a final to play, and you're going to say you can't find enough people to travel. I think that's a very, very poor excuse. So I said right now, I think... That game is not going to play. I haven't got any official word from the league as yet, but I've seen some um, some text messages going back and forth. So I I doubt it very much if that game is going to be played. I don't know if they're going to push it back another week. I have no idea what's going to happen here because I'm not getting an official stance because you know there are. You know, I would say um, the board maybe have a hand into that final in many different ways. So I guess they, you know, either way you come out, you're going to have people not being happy. But in saying that, last week they had the semifinals played, and we had um, Ambassador versus. Best at John Prince Park, which turned out to be a pretty decent day. But I guess St. Best came out on top. No ambassador, 
batted first in that game, and they allotted 220 for nine in their 30 over. Um, skipper Ken Wright gets 69. Omari Williams gets 33. Courtney Williams get 29. Their two, um, John Bedford got 17. Their two batsmen made 16, which is Andale Martin and Leon Tullock got 16 each. Then um, Cornel White got 13. They were like 24 extra, 17 wide in that 24 extra. Now bowling for three bowlers who pick up three wickets each. Troy Williams bowled two overs and he get two for 19. Sherwin Powell bowled six overs and he get two for 29. And um, Timar Blair, he got Timar Blair, he got um, two for 51 from his six overs. When sent best batted, they made 222. They made 222 in their in um, 29.1 overs to come out on top. Skipper Brian Gale got 103 not out. He had 10 sixes and two fours in that inning. Um, Sharon Cole came back and started with the bat also. He got 40. And uh, incidentally, Mr. Gale, 100 came from 64 balls all drive. Um, Sharon Cole got 40. Ainsworth Wallace got 24. And um, Clifford Salesman got 22. And O'Brien Jones got 19. Um, but they made 222 for five. They came out on top. They got the bowler for. Ambassador was Omar Williams. He bowled six overs and he got three for 40. There was a wicket each for Keone Gale, one for 46 from six, and Mark Lane, one for 47 from four. So he took a hide in there. Bowled four over for 47 runs. So as I said, um, St. Best won that game handily. Now the St. Lucy game was a I would call it a low-scoring affair until um, Charles Reed walked to the wicket. They were struggling there. But Charles Reed gave them a master class in batting, and he ended up scoring, I think, some 80 yard runs. Toss, incidentally, was won by um, Underdog, and they asked St. Lucy to bat first. As I said, Charles Reed gave them a master class. He got 84 from 56 ball. He got seven fours and four sixes in his 84. Shiram Negi got 35. Mark Pinnock got 23. And these two guys are centurion in the um, regular competition. Shiram Negi got 100 in the first game that was played, and Mark Ingram. Mark Pinnock got two centuries into the competition. But the 
time um, they wasn't able to get off. As I said, they were struggling at one stage there. And um, the next person to get into double figure was Glenn Anglin. He got 13. So they make 182 for four from their 30 over. Now bowling for underdog Antoine Singh got two for 21 from four overs. And there was a wicket each to Amanat Singh, one for 39, and Ryan Cunningham, one for 22. When when um when on the dogs batted, I think they made a grave mistake by opening with Cunningham and Adam Khan. And that sort of in their first fifteen overs they were like fifty fifty I forgot um fifty something for one in their first. They were actually forty five for one in thirteen point one overs and then Skipper Tyree got out at sixty for two. And the wicket keep tumbling after that. Ninety for three, ninety two for three, a hundred and thirty for four. 
July 31st, and it runs all the way into September. So, you know, the fans here can go. There are three teams from this era, um, Tampa. Um, you know, there are two teams from down here in South Florida, which is, uh, I think the one is called the Florida Lions, and there's another team. The two grounds that is going to be utilized down here are Mass Cricket Ground and Central Broad Regional Park. So I know fans here don't really like to travel. So is the cricketers. They don't like to travel. They want to stay in their own little backyard. So they will have some of the games in Central Broad Regional Park. But they there will be also games being played at Mac Cricket Stadium. So, you know, fans can look forward to, to that. So that's what's happening here in local cricket, Ivor. Um, let's keep our fingers crossed that maybe there's something that can be worked out and that finally is played instead of just handing someone the trophy and playing for it. All right, Ivor, so that's it for me. It's a... Yeah, it's a shame though. Um, what I'm gathering here, you said win, lose, or draw, there was already a designated place for the finals to be played. And now the team from the Miami area, Fort Lauderdale area, having to travel to Port St. Lucie, uh, making a poor excuse if what you said is correct, because you reported to us that they say they cannot find a team to travel. In other words, they can find a team to stay at home or close, close by, but not to travel. So well, I, think I didn't say it tonight, but he's just reading a text message from them. It's not me really saying it. There was a text that yeah, I Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you reported the excuse. Yeah. And, well, Colonel would have told me yesterday, all I didn't say sounded better than all I would have said. So I'm going to trade on just, them. All they, just, all just, they didn't write sounded better than just, what they wrote. Just, just give me a, um, a minute there, a time. This is the last um, text that was sent out I just received. It said, good evening all. I guess what was outlined on our call this past Wednesday fell on deaf ears. They stated that traveling that distance, we will not be able to ascertain a full team. It also stated that if this venue is the only one available, the tiny asking for time, for time to get all our players time off from from their work. So that's that was. I just read that portion of there to tell you that what was said. I guess whatever. But um, all I of a sudden, all of a sudden, these cricketers who were playing on Sundays, yeah. knowing the finals <laughs> were to be had on this date, <laughs> who they feel they're trying to fool? They like they want time off. So they, I'll, okay, I'll tell you what. Uh-huh. I think there's some place over south side trying to uh-huh. help out in the recovery of those bodies for the building, uh-huh. the condo that was collapsed. So I'll take that as a legitimate excuse. Okay. Other than that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's 
a shame that we have we, we come down to a final and uh, it's going to get to that stage here. That's not good for the game. Yeah. And that's a pretty and, good and, team there from the name that you're calling there. Yeah. I don't think that they're running away from Port St. Lucie. Who, no, I, no, no. From your reporting, St. Lucie would have only lost one game along the way in the competition. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, was underdogs. Yeah. Yeah. So there should have been a good finals coming up there. I think it should be played. I think the better history would have been this um, rain is about. Yeah, and yeah, can be yeah, yeah. Off. yeah, yeah. I think they can use yeah. that so we can get a full day's play. And another excuse, they could have said, we have some fans who want to travel with us. They'll follow the, 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 the protocol. But we are trying to get some buses arranged to come out of the port in Tulsi. That way, you know, we'll boost the economy because we're going to have some people looking to get trapped well or whatever. You. So give us another week when we can organize um, some big buses and come on up. And um, as you're talking about that, I was there a couple of years back when we used to use the school ground. I remember there was a final that Port St. Lucie was in playing at um, Lake Stephen and they that's what they did. They ended up getting a bus and, and traveled down a convoy. They came down in that bus, a whole bus from people from yeah. Port St. Lucie. So I don't see why a final couldn't play in Port St. Lucie because final have played everywhere else. Final have played on in John Stretch. We have final played at John Prince. We have final play here in Miami. So I don't see any mm-hmm. reason for why we couldn't play a final out there. I with well, I remember the when, when we were in the administration, David, we used to designate Islanders Grove. Do you remember right by the airport there? Yeah. When lose or draw, yeah. we're saying, okay, whether they're in the finals or not, we're going to have the finals there um, at Opalaka. And now you're saying it's going to be in Portion Pussy ahead of time. These guys come with flimsy excuses according to Mother B. Mm-hmm. Well, Anyway, I have a flogging to give Mr. Tony Reed because I had no idea that he would have um, batted for 80 yard runs and he didn't text me and tell me that. Tell me hi, hello. So I just texted him and, and just gave him a flogging and he said, but congratulations. Yeah, and, I'm telling, and I'm telling you, it was a master class that he gave these guys, showing them how he should be... Um, you know, be played because they were looking in dire straits before you walked to the crease there, you know. Um, there was a, the both openers couldn't really get the ball off the park. There was a couple of yeah, drop catches from them. When they came there, it seemed like there were two different pitches, two different sets of bowlers bowling, or the, the, the bowlers yeah. were, that was given the batsman them earlier problem were not bowling. There was some lollipop bowling, bowling out there. That's how we let it look. So <clears throat> that was that was a very, very, very good game. Yeah. yeah. Tony Reed was called for trials in Barbados, you know, while he was there. He's very talented. All wrong, cricketer. And he would have... Uh, I said, um, I, I, underdogs, underdogs made the mistake of sending Adam Khan and Ryan Cunningham to open and they just bowled Tony one over. And um, Richard um, did not bowl at all. They end up 
ball in, the ball as a couple of the ball in the middle, they ball them up front. And when the sluggers came, like Hussein and um, Bikram came, because they, I, that's another thing, Ivor. They, they made the semi final and they came up um, short. Two back, they named two people who did not turn up to the game. And one of their main batsmen, the U.S. representative, Timmy Serge Ballet, did not even show for the game, did not even play. His name was even on the list. So oh, he was not, you know, I hope he didn't go play for not, another team because Timmy has a way to be playing for four or five teams. Well, he did not he did not suit up at all, and they were in the semifinals. So, and I said, for his uh, person of his caliber, it would have made a, a difference the there. Fish. And as yes. I said, they, yes. they, are the, they are the only team to hand Port St. Lucie a defeat. Because I guess yeah, you must I that game. game. Yeah, Port St. Lucie had them on the run, and they came back and... And, and one and, and the same thing happened against Mega Blast. The Mega Blast had them on the run, and you know until Devin, um, Antoine, and um, Vikram, um, and and Tyree Hussein came there and steady up that ship and and you know, put them ahead in that game. So they had some rear guard action in that game. Cause Timmy got out early, and um, you know, so you know the. That they're, um, well, it, it, it's a pity old. if it's a pity if if these finals would not be played. It's going to be a pity. So Ivor, I have a yeah. question here. Go ahead, Dennis. Go ahead. Um, for for those of us and David, for those of us who are not familiar with the Florida area, the traveling distance where the final is being played from the two teams, how how far is that? Two teams, it would be the, the one of the teams would be their home ground. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're talking about an hour and a half travel. But I, mm-hmm. I said to one person that the umpires them have to travel that distance on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. And some of the umpires them would travel there two or three times or more over a season. Depends on how many games in that season, so the umpires have had to travel. But if the person want to give me an excuse that the umpires are getting paid, then that's that's not the question. That you know, we have to travel there. We have to travel, whether I, we're getting paid or not. I can, I can give Dennis. I can give Dennis. It's a hundred and eleven miles from from me to Port Saint Lucie. Mm. I traveled there. Yeah, David, go ahead with my blog. Go ahead. Yeah, I've had a blow the last time he was there, so whatever they were paying Ivor to do the game, plus gas to travel there, it didn't come out to anything. So, no, you know, he could have, you know, even gotten injured in going up there. So when someone is going to tell me that the umpire is getting paid, you know, because some of us, we don't mind traveling there because it's like a trip for us to go out there, sit down with the guys and relax up there. You know, I go to a south shore where it's relaxing. You can go there, but we don't mind traveling there. But you know, but the players, them, um, as I said, they want to be right in their backyard playing. They don't want to go anywhere. They don't care if everybody else have to travel to them. You know, it's fine. But if they have to travel somewhere, then it's an issue. You know. 
But yeah, I, I, as I said, it's about an hour and a half for me because on Sunday, you know, I, I went up there and I had to put a little pedal to the pedal to get up there. <laughs> when I told someone, I, oh, you know, the time I left my house, they said, wow, you were flying. Well, you know, I can share. I, I can share some of my own experience in terms of the traveling there because I've traveled literally every weekend during the cricket season, a distance of over 120 miles one way, driving through yeah. Los Angeles traffic, which is probably one of the worst uh, traffic, probably except for New York maybe. And I travel yeah. that distance every week for more than 10 years, not wow. because one was being played, wow. but because one wanted to be in the game and be part of the game. So it's a shame yeah. that uh, for the final, you know, one team seemed to think that uh, traveling is not uh, part of their, um, you know, their expectations. If you really love yeah, the game... Traveling because, like I said, I only put to Port St. Lucie for me, getting to the ground is still um, a couple more miles, so I sure I even I end up traveling over 120 something miles one way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shows a true lover of the game. Yeah, but it's not only that. And, you know, and like I David said, I like I like going to Port St. Lucie because I get yeah. to represent um, Cardinal and myself. You know, as I said, um, you know, to me, it's not only saying that you know. For, for years, Port St. Lucie has been played in the South Florida tournament. And if they get into the playoffs or, or a final, they have to travel out. So I don't see the reason that this time they're having a game in their backyard with their fans and their spectators that will be turning out to the game. There's people that really, on a, any given Sunday, turn out to watch those games played out there. You never go on the other side. You guys are David. Somewhere along the line, yeah. there need to be, there need some historian. I remember Delray used to be the champion with Denny Wayman and those guys. They, that team used to come out of yeah. Delray. And all of the finals used to be in Miami. Yeah, yeah, and those yeah, guys yeah. used to come in town and win every time. Because yeah. you're not going up to Delray. You're not going up to um, South Shore and those things when it comes to finals and stuff. Bumper crowd used to be in 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 Miami. Yeah. So now that the the tide has turned, where you don't have the school ground, you don't have the airport because after nine one one they shut all those things down. Yeah. Now you have to do the reverse and you go. That's not an excuse. I would not buy that. But like yeah. you said, it's a pity I'm you're gonna just hand somebody the trophy because I don't think. Yeah. Well, I I shouldn't say that. Maybe if they come with a real good excuse and they can postpone it, put it off another week or what have yeah. you. I don't know the scheduling. If you're going to have enough time to do the 2020 or 1010, whatever they have um, coming up. So what does the administrators of the game say, Sander, about this final? Well, they had, they had said the final is going to be played. I guess they had held a meeting and they, they had said, you know, they had made it abundantly clear to them that's not a legitimate excuse to um, say that you can't find an easy travel. So they, they say they are actually telling that if they don't travel, then they, they lost the game. Because um, there was also 
on Mother's Day and, and Father's Day, that cricket I played, and Mother's Day, there was an excuse that South Florida doesn't play cricket on Mother's Day. And the league said, well, listen, we're going to have to play there because I guess at the start of the competition, there were some games that were, were supposed to be played due to COVID and um, not getting the proper signatures on those paperwork to play on those grounds. They end up as to, um, you know, sort of cancel those games and uh, and they were going to play them at the end of the commission. So if they did not play on that day, then the commission would be further dragged out. So they, they gave them the ultimate. So if you don't play, then you'll forfeit your game. And a couple of the teams have forfeited on that day. A couple of the teams have been not playing. But they had put it out to them. But you know, those are some of the things that you know that you know no one, no one had um, um seen or maybe have over, one had overlooked that day in particular. Because I I remember the president said, "I'm gonna send you the schedule, guys. Look at it. If you need a you know time off, tell us. Um, you know if there's any mistake on it, tell us." If, you know, if there's anything that needs shifting around, tell us, and nobody says anything. Now, when it comes a week before the Mother's Day weekend, there was a, oh, it's Mother's Day weekend, play cricket, and there was the president, and I said, you guys, you schedule for you guys to tell me, okay, these are things that, you know, maybe they had overlooked, everyone had overlooked, but when you're looking at something, doing something, and looking at it, you're not going to see the mistake at, at second or third or fourth or fifth five will catch those mistakes that are in there. Because I sent out a schedule looking for a particular umpire to turn up to a game. And when I turn, look, there's another guy, and I say, what is this guy doing at this game? Well, if I know that the schedule that I sent out, I did not change this guy's name. So the, 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 the umpire that I, that I didn't want, him, he wasn't the one I was scheduling to do the game. You know, it turn up there. So when you're looking at something, doing, especially you're on the computer doing something, you're looking at it. You, a lot of times, you don't catch the mistakes. Okay. Well, David, if anything before the show is over, twelve o'clock, let us know if there's a go. But for now, it doesn't seem as if there's yeah. going to be a finals actually yeah. being played between Saint Best and Port Saint Lucie. That's slated for tomorrow. Um, we want to thank you for coming too. Um, tomorrow we're going to have much more of this. Um, at 6 o'clock in the p.m. But if it plays tomorrow, try to um, give us a report there between 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock in the p.m. David, if, if, okay, if, it, if it's a go, we'd like to let the folks know. Because you know the cricket show leads and everybody else try to follow. No other sports in North America. When it comes to cricket, we disseminate information like we do. So that's an assignment for you. Just, 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 just one thing, Mr. Eat, um, over the, there in, uh, I think maybe down in California, some of those minor league games are scheduled, I think, for those because it's, it's playing in, in all, all over the U.S. Those teams are from all over the U.S. So there's minor league game um, will will possibly be played down, down in um, California also. That's here right here. They play cricket down there. I just wanted to 
get a little cold for that. Um, that um, I'm going to go back and look at the schedule to see the names of some of those and the grounds that they have. Um, there was a schedule that was set out for us with uh, the grounds and the, and the names of the teams there. So I, I'll go back and look at it and next week I can say yeah, for sure that yeah, there's but more than likely there's game in, in places like in California also. Thank you. Thank you, David. I have been uh, thinking about it and I'm uh, intending to uh, make some contacts to see if I can locate the venues with the possibility that I might uh, you know, take a run out there to um, you know, at least observe and possibly maybe bring up to date our fans on some of these minor games. So I know it's coming up. Keep your fingers crossed, Dennis. Hmm? Keep your fingers crossed because David is in hot demand. He might very well be in Southern California umpiring again. Uh, Well, yes. Yes, he can give me a call if he's in my neck of the woods. I'd be happy to. uh, Okay, David, there you go. There's the invitation. Only a call away. Unbelievable. You, you could have given me a little do, David, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not up into that league like you, Ivor. So don't, you know, don't, don't, um, don't try to um, spread any rumors. Yeah, Greg Isaac said, don't follow rumors. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Leanne, that's another Saturday. Put that on the calendar. The 31st, the tournament should start. And somehow David get me on the schedule to to umpire the minor leagues Saturdays and Sundays. So I'm going to try my best not to let you down, David. Okay, Ivor. I'm going to do the same. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Kano will say good morning to you. And I know his fans are eagerly waiting out there. And the yep, birthday and yep, anniversary yep. and events happen this day, they are waiting. But before you go, Kano wants to Good morning. Good morning, Ivo. Good morning, Leon. And good morning, David. David, the next time I hear you say, you always speak to me and say, man, Kano, stop that, man, because Ivo is my friend. I hope I ain't going to hear that from you. You see how we just tried to speak to you a little while ago? I know, I know. I know, God. You just take it with a smile. But I hope, I hope, I hope much is here him because I know much is comfortable in my hand. Much is nobody shaking their head for no reason. No good reason. I, 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 know, I know much is about it. Much is up. Much is coming back to David, don't worry. <laughs> you didn't hear when she talked you know, if, 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 you know, if you know this cardinal, you know, I, I, I make sure I, I greet Mercies when I come on this morning because, you know, yeah. I know she always at my back, you know. Yeah, well, I look, did look greet you too. to you this morning. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> you did? Yes, I did. Said good morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, David, you did. Yeah. I don't start. Don't start to make no, no problem. I right. hear you. Okay. Okay. Well, much as you fooled me, you thought the month was April. You tell me when David come out, you ain't going to say nothing. So you did talk. Oh, Lord. 
I am not bothering with you today. Good morning, Cardinal. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, morning, Cardinal. We have. Morning, much. We have David on. We have. Um, Dennis also is on. He's very hot this morning. So. <laughs> Then he's heat, so he's always hot. Morning, Cardinal. Good, good morning, Dennis. Nice to have you. Yes, well, I'm here. I'm responding. It's very early in the morning for Dennis, you know. He got to get his weedies on. Dennis is still in his in his PJs. Well, remember. You have to understand that he's on the other side of the world. That is so. Australia. That, is, that is so. I mean, I have to set the alarm, you know, and stumble out of bed with my eyes half closed. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine. But we always appreciate you making that effort to uh, give the show a little, a little boost, a little push, put a little heat in the place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't think it's going unnoticed. So that's a little sacrifice there. To get up out of his bed before six o'clock to be on in time for six o'clock. It's it's a great effort. I mean, I don't know. I know there's no, a no feel bad don't feel bad, Mr. Eid, because my niece came home this morning after five and wake me up and haven't gone back to sleep since so, oh. you know, so, so what did Janet Janet have to say about that? Mm-hmm. No, well don't don't worry about what Janet has to say about <laughs> Don't try. I hope I I hope she just didn't bust in the door and come in there because she might tell you you're not a good driver. Oh. <laughs> Make sure all the wheels are in. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mark. That's why I tell you. That's why. That's why this guy have one here longer than the other. You know. Okay. <laughs> Marty, you laugh and make me laugh. I don't even know why I'm laughing, but you just make me laugh. Oh, yeah, you make me laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we. Well, like I said, this is the entertainment show. We have to laugh. This is the place where we laugh. Tomorrow is serious business when we give you facts, figures, and a whole lot of personal opinions, and we're strong in our opinions, so we invite you tomorrow to Come on in, 515-605-9850. We're going to be speaking about the win that we're going to put on um, South Africa in the 2020 today at 2 o'clock, David. So don't forget, try to get in to give the boys a, a push. South Africa is a young team. They're some of the heavyweights are not there. So we said it would be in the... In the um, Test matches that they have some young guys like four deputants or some should have rolled over them because you know South Africa didn't win a game on the road since 2017 and they came and steamrolled us. So let's see if we'll have better fortune come today. So, so I, I thought, and it, David, it, I don't know, the big show. But why are you thinking about Russell just walking back into this team here now that we're going to be headed on to the World Cup? I read that it's the biggest joke, the biggest joke that I can see. Either. You know, his knees giving him problems, this, that, the devil knows what, and here is he. Okay, they're, they're speaking back, you know. 
Unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. This old boys club thing has got to stop, man. But they will join us tomorrow because I think that's got to be a talking point. I don't care what he, he does. You're not sending a good message to those guys who are here for you to sick and sin. That these big heavyweights can just walk when they want, say when they want. If, if, if now I know want to just come and say, too much is before the World Cup unavailable or don't even have to play. Yeah. Because you heard what yeah. the president said, everybody is available along your breathing and your your shoes. You didn't outgrow your shoes. Once your boots are fit, you're ready to play. I don't care who was there before. I think that's not the way to go. But tomorrow we're going to have all of this and more. We invite you. And David, I'm going to summon you. You have to get a new caller to call in on the show tomorrow to, to hear his, um, his opinion on anything cricket. Anything it could be local, it could be things. So a new voice coming coming from you, David. So wheel your big your big stick. Okay. If you okay, can kill a big Goliath, if you can bigger, if you can kill a big Goliath, I know you can get a little medium guy to come on the show. Okay. Yeah, your your job again, Ivan. Oh, I didn't even know. My mind was always the thing is that it's been happening here all day all along. But it's a good thing I have my phone up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, kind of. Let's get this one out of the way. Get your special fans out of the way, and then I'll give a musical interlude, and we'll get birthdays, anniversary, and events that would take place on this date. And even yesterday, I cannot forget Michael Jackson. He would have. Passed on yesterday's date, the 25th, in 2009. We have to remember our boy. A lot of us grew up on Michael Jackson, although we were in the same age group. So, Kana, let's get your special fans out of the way. We kept them waiting long enough. Much is just dig me in my side and say, I want to hear my name again from Cardinal. She didn't say Cardinal, she said Mr. Speak. Yes, good morning to all the fans, friends, and supporters of the Saturday Morning Entertainment Show. And to the special fans, you know who they are, but I'll let you know who they are anyway. Because I'm going to start up there in New York with Motris, Donna, Ina, Sharon, and Lady Bugs in this bit. Oh, by the way, I hear, I hear you, you, you New Yorkers are getting ready to, um, to elect a new mayor who plans to um, reinstitute the era of Giuliani and Bratton and all those, you know, those guys there, you know, white, what, what's, the, what, what's the current mayor's name? De Blasio. De Blasio. So and bring back Bratton and, and Giuliani and, and, and Bloomberg and those guys who had the stop and frisk and everybody know how the stop and frisk work out for black people. So now you got a black guy advocating the reinstitution of those police tactics in New York. Okay. Uh, that is the for. Okay. I'm going to go on down to St. Martin where it's much quieter down there and say good morning to Irma Thompson and to my good man Carlos. Good morning Irma. And, um, well, I know the people in St. Martin can't stand it, so they, they, they are out partying. They can't stay cooped up. But I'm hoping that they take precaution 
as to what's going on in St. Kitts Nevis. And with that said, I'm going to go on over to St. Kitts and say good morning to Lynette, who usually brings us the updates on what's going on. Oh, my sincere apologies, my sincere condolences, should I call it that, of what's going on in India. The coronavirus-19 is going crazy over there in Singapore. We got more numbers, bigger numbers now than when it first started, and they're growing exponentially. So my best wishes to the people in Singapore that they would get over this. Convey that to them, my dear Lynette, and hoping that they think. Not over in Nevis, it's getting a little quiet. I, I, it's a little bit more serene on that front. I think the numbers I've heard up to this point, it's been 15 for a, a, a quite a while, and I'm hoping that they get through that as well. And in that, I'm going to say good morning to Mr. Renford Doerr and his staff at 2020 Vision, and particularly to Carmen Lady C. Griffin. Good morning to you. All the best with his with struggle with this pandemic and the way he has popped up in this, in this last few weeks. I'm going to go on over to England, where they seem to have gotten a little bit of control over it. I can see people in the stadium sitting cheek to cheek, nose, face mask, and it seems that they are not getting an upsurge. I wonder what they're doing that we are not. Good morning, Omel. Give us a drift on what your people in the UK are doing to control this pandemic. If it's not a secret, that is, and if it's not going to really too much information that they don't want to let out. Because if you get that information and you give it to us and it's supposed to be staying under the wraps, they're going to kill you. And we don't want that to happen. But anyway, if you can tell us what they're doing over there in Britain to control this spread, let us know. We can offer some, some um, information to the people over in Tinkis. They badly need it right now. I'm going to go across the channel. I'm going to say good morning to Fort Lauderdale, particularly to Elimat, King Elimat, that is. Brother, we're hoping, we're always hoping that you and the, the challenges that you face, you are coming through with them, and we're with you. I'm going to say good morning to Marva Jones and my favorite celebrity, Tiffany. How about her little brother, Malik? And this sister tonight. Good morning to you from the entertainment show. I'm going to go on up down, down to the southwest. Where I'm going to say good morning to Jerome Cutner Richardson. I had occasions and occasions to, to recall Cutner uh, for over the course of the week. Cutner, give us a call, man. We're longing to hear from you. Hoping that you guys down there in the southwest are doing fine. Enjoying us here, enjoying our warmth on the Saturday morning entertainment show. I'm going to go on up to Georgia where I'm going to say good morning to Monique, Yvette, and Barbara. Good morning to you, Barbara. My special wishes go out to you and your challenges that you're facing. And I want to say a special hello to Tremaine. Congratulations, Tremaine, on having a little, having a little newborn to today. To, to, to contend with at this time. I'm sure that's giving you a whole lot of joy. Good morning. All the warmth and bless, best wishes from us here on this Saturday morning entertainment show. Let me move on up to Georgia where I'm going to ah, sorry, to Jersey where I'm going to say good morning to Ivan. And Ivan, can you stop those people from defacing the, the statue of George Floyd? 
That is rude. How rude, accountability. <laughs> that is not only rude, it's disgusting. Anyway, that's the way they operate. And with that said, well, you know, even I know you won't get a joke about it later to make me feel better. Hurry up, because I'm feeling pretty bad about that right now. And with that said, to all the fans, friends, and supporters, come on in, join us. In spite of all the troubles, we've got warm, friendly sunshine for you. Join us. I was going to give you a good show. Boy, thank God for this. Right. Thank God for this smartphone, boy. As soon as you tell, Hello. you just told even. Hello? Huh? Yeah. No. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I hear you. Go ahead. Oh, I was saying, thank God for smartphone. As soon as you said um, you're feeling bad, even just text me and say, good. His feeling is matching his smell. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> so what? Cardinal. Yeah. Cardinal. L- listen. Cardinal. Uh, I'm going to say you're going to get into trouble with Jerome. Because you did not let the world know that he's from Sandy Point. You understand? Oh, oh yeah. I was, I was just going to say. I was You got it. You got it. I was going to get in trouble with the mortuary. Yeah. David forced me. I was just about to say. I don't know. David. You know, David, you're a friend, man. You're You're a friend. <laughs> Not like some other people who would have you know? used it against me. You know? I got to do that over. Yes. To Jerome Cotton Richardson down there in the Southwest. He comes to you by way of Sandy Point. Sandy Good morning to Point. all of you. Say an extra one for Cotton for me. special guest coming on at 7 o'clock tomorrow. We just got, I just got a call from someone who wanted to come on tomorrow with us, Mr. Mike Chambers of the Cricket Hall of Fame. He's, he was with us some year, about a year ago, and he wrote a book, uh, Cricket. I'm sure David might have known about it. So be sure to see if tune in at 7 tomorrow when Mr. Mike Chambers will be coming on. He's a good speaker. And he's very knowledgeable as well. Okay, we would have heard it here first. Mr. Leonard Chambers, he will be. Is it Leonard or Mike? Is it Mike? Mike Mike Chambers. (laughs) Where did Leonard come from? Uh, I think there's a Leonard translation. That's a a long for Leon. Not a short, the long for Leon. It's Leonard. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Alright, well folks, we we have heard from Lynette. Channel just brought us up to speed and said that um lots of stuff are happening over there in Thinkits and um we need to know. So oh, Channel I just Mr Reedy just writing back in and we said I thought the umpire would have told you. Sorry my brother, but thanks for the report on the radio show. So, David, you're getting a, a thank you there. Because mm-hmm. I did write Mr. Reed and tell him 
How you not think so? It is your fault, David. You see how people pass the buck? Tony said he thought you would have told me that he really performed in the match. So I take it off him and put it on you, David. Why didn't you tell me that before? You spoke to me every day. You even called me at the wrong time the other night. When was one thirty? Wrong time. And you didn't tell me that. Well, am I speaking to myself, I guess? I'm not hearing anybody. Yeah, you, we, we're hearing you. We're hearing you. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yeah, oh, hearing oh, you. okay. Okay, well. Just listening uh, and reading and reading about Trinket's case. <laughs> yes, yes, because like I said, we expect to hear something from... Um, from uh, but, but, but from Linux, she normally keep us up to date with what's going on there. But perhaps you can talk either about the the verdict and the sentences of Mr. Farvin. I'm sure a lot of us might be happy. Some um, may not be too happy, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get to that. But I'm gonna let me let me go ahead and get to this because Audi would have really spent some time and oh, that's right, that's I did right. promise mm-hmm. to. Let me just give a little piece of this. We have to remember the great one. Yeah. And then I'll say a portion of it and come back. I think we would have gone to sleep. Great Like a comet blazing across the evening sky Gone too soon Like a rainbow fading in the twinkling of an eye Oh, 
like a sunset Dying with the rising of the moon It's off again. Uh, folks. Ivan, you're there? Yes. This time is off. I'm still here Hello. with you, Leon. Cardinal, are you there? Yeah, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Hello. Hello? Cardinal, yeah. we're hearing I, you. Ivan. I'm not hearing Ivan, though. In the, in the interim, I think I just say that uh, the latest score from the T20 in England, there's England's 180 in their allotted 20 overs. So there's a, at the moment an innings break, and we're looking forward to see a year. Try to bring him in a song. Did you guys hear the song that I was playing? Yes, we heard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. So let me continue. Let's for
Sri Lanka is now batting with having lost one wicket in the first over for four runs. So it's going to be an interesting match. Oh, okay. All right, I know of it. I'm saying Cardinal and Dennis and Murchis and David. Iva is taking care of some business back in the back room. So in the meantime, can we just open a conversation by talking about the, the, the sentencing of Mr. Chabin yesterday? Anybody wants to open the conversation? We normally like to follow where Cardinal leads, so let's mm. hear his take. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um... Was it sufficient? Huh? Was it enough? Was the the sentencing enough? Just, I mean. uh... Well, the sentencing the sentencing is done according to a a set of guidelines, and um, it 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 um, the guidelines were created to hopefully create a little bit more equity in, in sentencing. You know, um, mm-hmm. so that the, the sentencing could reflect round about the same uh, penalty for the same criminal conviction. But there's, there's something called, for, for this, for second degree murder, it seems that oh. Minnesota, not all states have sentencing guidelines. The federal government has sentencing guidelines, and some states have, have sentencing guidelines. Which, which other states just leave, leave the, the sentencing up to the discretion of the judge. Now, the, the judge also has some discretion in, with respect to what the guidelines say. But the, for uh, if the, the statute has a range for which some um, someone could be sentenced for, let's say, second day, what, 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 what was he convicted of? Second degree... Un- Unintentional, um, unintentional un, un, un murder. Mm-hmm. Now, second degree murder. According to the Minnesota guidelines, the, the judge can start off at the point of 12 years uh, incarceration. But if what they are called aggravating or circumstances, the judge can move upwards from that 12 year original point and add time based on the degree of aggravation. Now, I, I, in, in this particular case, the aggravation dealt with um, 
the fact that there were children present when this thing when this thing happened that it was particularly it was particularly heinous and unnecessary what was done to um to to, to, to commit the, the, the act to complete the act of, of, of killing this, this, this young man. The, the, the mitigating circumstances would be the fact that he's a 19-year veteran, although, although that could also help to say, well, after 19 years on, on the post, you should know better than that. So that could end up being considered an aggravating circumstance. But it, it works in the way of mitigation. He's been there a long time. He's got commendations and all, all this and so forth. But the judge found that somewhere between the 30-year sentence that the, the prosecution was recommending, the 40-year sentence that he could have gotten as a maximum, and the minimum set by the guidelines, the judge felt an, an, an addition of 10 years and 10 and a half years was adequate for this crime. He's at the discretion to do that. Now, a lot of people are finding that that is not enough time. He's a slap on the wrist. Because, you know, we, at, at this point, we are looking at this from our own perspective. We have never seen anything displayed on television around the world as gruesome as this. Not that, you know, it hasn't happened, but we haven't seen it. And that drives up our emotions quite a bit. And then we're saying the time he gets is not enough. But trust me, there are people who have committed more heinous crimes than this and get lesser sentences. And there are people who have committed crimes that not as, as grievous as this criminal conduct and have gotten more time. Mm-hmm. So despite the fact that the, the sentencing guidelines were done to, to sort of even things out so that the, the, the punishment would f- more closely fit the crime, you know, it wouldn't be controlled by the fact that, you know, the judge might be pissed off at the, the nature of the crime or the judge might be inclined <clears throat> to think he should be more lenient. That's why, why, you know, in some cases, and we know how that happens, how that plays out in terms of race in the criminal justice systems of America. Because even now, we hear Nelson, he's the defense attorney, saying he's gotten calls from fellow police officers who felt that he was wronged in, 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 in getting convicted. Mm. You, you, you see, so, you know, one of these people who call in to say that he was wrong in getting conviction, he could have been the judge who feels that way and say, well, you know, it, it's time for a, a lighter sentence. Let's give him probation. So, you know, somewhere between there, the judge is caught up, and I'm sure he has his own emotions and his own perceptions of this, but he is the judge, and he has the discretion to determine how far he departs from the, the, the minimum that is set by the guidelines and how much upwards or downwards he can go. 
he decided to go upwards 10 years, and that, that's his sentence. Whether we think that it's sufficient or not, you know, that's another story. But I'm going to save any other comment, comments for later. Mm-hmm. I I, okay, am I in? Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 I just want to remind you about the God thing, if you remember it. You came in muffled there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to spend a little time. We might have to go over a little bit here here today, okay. but um, it's, it's time for me. So, um, my take on, 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 on that. My my take on, on, on that, i surprised that Chauvin um, even spoke yesterday. He has a right to speak, but what he said there yesterday, this is in my opinion now. If you can get up and you can tell, look this, the world, look into the camera and tell these people they will get justice a little later. But for now, I have some other legal issues out there. So I wouldn't say much. I would leave it for later. But you will get justice. To me, that guy is trying to tell them, I don't give a rat seed. I don't make up my mind. I'm going to rock inside here. What the judge is giving me now, I don't think you are going to be satisfied. But the justice you are going to get later down the road is when I go to be tried by the feds. They're going to give me more time. So you all will be happy now to know. And now all of a sudden, I'm going to do 40 years. I believe that he's going to do that. Because what in the world can he have in his arsenal to tell these people, Somebody. you will get some justice later? What else can it be other than that thing? Unless you're going to commit suicide and say, well, he dead and I dead now. So are you happy? I think you'd be a suicidal watch. If I were the jailers, I would have making sure that that guy is on suicidal watch. Because there's nothing can bring justice because the guy can't come back. But I believe some people would be happy if he had to spend a lifetime in jail or if he's dead. And that guy, they should look into what he would have said about they would get justice later. But he can't say it now. Mm. That guy is suicidal. There's nothing like a mother's love. I believe that. <laughs> but I can't believe that mother would have get up there and look into those cameras and tell the world again that her son was this good, good son, better than none, better than everybody else. You can leave that and, and leave that for the birds, them someplace in Antigua somewhere. <laughs> All you have to say is a good man, but he did something horrible on that day. I don't know what was going on. Well, show some mercy, some leniency. He's, he could be redeemed, there's redemption, he's whatever. You get up and tell people, I would not be able to see my son. But in the same way to say, wherever you are, I'll come and see you. We know you're going to go and see you. You might even sleep in the same bed. Because they're going to have him in some kind of nice little hotel over there, spending his time without everything around him, away from everybody else. So when the mother goes to visit, of course you're going to have grand time with him. Prior to that, you tell him, judge, I'm not going to be able to see my son. When would these people be able to see George Floyd? Never. Never. Don't make him do it. <laughs> so, 
I believe, I'm going to summarize now, I would hire that defense attorney to defend me any day, but I would not hire him to talk on my sentencing. That guy did not make any sense in showing me that he's going to defend this guy. If you want a police system, he's been found guilty, you're going to write and say probation. That's a slap in the face of justice. I don't care. The slap in the face of justice. You yourself must know, yes, I've done my best. I've tried everything in the book to get off my client. He's been tried by his peers according to the the law. They found him guilty. Now you must turn the other way now. And just ask for leniency without saying probation. Make all the arguments that the guy was a police officer, good, he had a bad day, he's something, something. You must give in now. Leave all that for appeal down the road to say he's not guilty because of such and such and such. But this is sentencing now. You must go beg for your guy out there. So let the people let me know. Boy, I'm kind of satisfied that he was found guilty. But I'm begging for him. And it can't be probation. It can't be. Because Cardinal just said it there. Mm-hmm. A man shoplift. And in jail right now for shoplifting. Shoplift a candy. A man dead because of a counterfeit $20 bill. Dead, 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 dead. So how can you kill that man there? You're going to be alive and I tell you, probation means that you're walking amongst us out here? And you have the mind to just kill somebody over a $20 bill? And you didn't show us anyway where the guy has been redeemed. I can see this same lawyer going back now after a while, a year or two, to say this guy been through all kind of um, <clears throat> doctors, he's been through all kind of programs, he's been through this and that, he's redeemed, he's remorseful, this and that. And now you're begging. Time served, or can he come out now and be supervisor or something, something. But that's at the beginning, you cannot do that up front. Because the guy has not, as far as I know, tell us anything that he would have done since he'd been locked away. To show that he is remorseful and that he's changed, he's not likely to do this. He can't be a police again. We know that. He can't carry firearms. The judge already said that. But you want his freedom. Mm-hmm. Probation is freedom out here. He has not shown us why that guy should get any kind of probation. So asking for probation, to me, he showed weakness in his sentencing skills. Talking about trial. To me, he's a pro. He did everything in his power. I don't believe nobody's going to do better than him. But he needed a team around him. When he comes to the sentencing, let somebody step up to the plate. If he advised the mother to go and talk to nonsense, there again, step out. You are not a sentencing lawyer, but you're a good trial defense lawyer. Anybody else? Liam? Yeah, okay. I want to add with what you say. And, you know, when the mother really, really turned me off, because like you said, she didn't come and beg for her son. She come and say, when you sentence him, you sentence me. Mm. I believe the judge might have had some leniency. In as much as he had that script written, he probably could have changed that that 22 and a half years to, say, 12 and a half years. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, but basically, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm satisfied with the verdict. I, I, and I understand, and I, somebody can correct me, 
but I understand that he has to face federal charges as well, and he could yes. well he could well get up to forty years. Who knows? So I'm not happy that he he got into jail, but he did the crime and uh, he did not show any any compassion neither himself nor his his mother. He could have said. I know he said condolences to the family. It's like it's so muffled that a plate over for me to hear. And then he go on to say some nonsense afterwards. The fact is, you know that you are convicted, and you of your peers, all twelve of them say you're guilty. And you heard the judge where he said, you know, before before the judge even sentenced you, beg for mercy. That mm-hmm. would be, be my best, my my best. Try and see if he will reduce the sentences, but to to be talking is rubbish. And so I'm glad that he sent us because it's, it's something that we never get get before, and it's above the the Minnesota uh, sentencing guideline by ten years. So I'm happy with the judgment and the sentences. Oh, That's my guess. Well, hmm? um, the defense attorney literally, I guess, tried to make lemonade out of what he had. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of lemons and he tried to make lemonade because it's not sweet lemonade, of course, because he had absolutely no case to defend. Mm-hmm. The evidence and the guilt was so patently obvious. So I, he, he floundered around in an attempt to try and look like he was doing something. So, I, you know, we can dismiss him entirely out of it, but he tried but he didn't have anything to work with. As far as the, the mother, the mother, her attempt at showing parental love, I think it fell flat. How can mm. she say you're sentencing me when you sentence him? Mm. Who, you were, Chauvin applied the death sentence to the family of George Floyd. She didn't see that. Now, what she had to say, no sign of, I'm sorry you lost your son, your father, your brother. Mm-hmm. No, it, was about, it was all about me, which is what is so very, very obvious when you think about what's happening currently. Let me go back now to Floyd himself. I'm not Floyd, I meant Chauvin. Chauvin got up and said, I offer condolences. What does that mean? <laughs> what exactly does I offer you condolences? He didn't say, I'm sorry, what happened should not have happened, but it did happen. And I um, sincerely apologize. Nothing of the sort. Mm-mm. I offer Mm-mm. condolences, which have absolutely no value whatsoever to the people. And this rambling about things to come, well, you know, he's probably trying very hard not to say anything which might be used in the upcoming trial with the federal you know the federal government and so he thought he was being cute with his little state pointy statement but once again that was totally meaningless as far as justice is concerned 22 and a half years is a long time as long as he served 22 and a half years and the other point is, if you look currently at the negotiations around the police and, you know, this uh, Republicans and the Democrats negotiating about police responsibility, if you will note that all the Republicans are now lining up again to say, 
We don't want to hold police responsible for bad behavior. We want to give them a break. So I ask you, what else do we, can we do to get these people to recognize that we are part of this society, we are Americans too, and we deserve justice. As too often we've seen where white um, miscreants talk back to police and the police seem to seemingly bend over backwards not to antagonize them, not to even get them upset. And they walk away, drive away, and they're not shot. But you allow a minority to even ask, why am I being stopped? And suddenly, handcuffs, tasers, and the likes. There's a lot that needs to be changed in this society. Anyway, I'm happy and grateful that he got 22 and a half years. I just hope he serves 22 and a half years. And back to you, Ivor. Yes, um, thank you. Um, don't ask David want us to weigh in on this. Notice we're still waiting for Lena to just tell us what's happening down there. And um, thank you. It's never too late, Lena. So come on in if you get a chance. Give us tingling. We'll make it for you. I know okay. the Attorney General is speaking this morning. Quickly, Cardinal. All right. Go, Go ahead. When you're finished. Okay. Now, while, you know, I, I said earlier, I'm going to, you know, save part of my commentary for later. What I wanted to indicate is that there are a lot of people who think that this trial and the conviction and sentencing of Derek Tobin is a, a great day or a great change to American criminal justice. And I wanted to put in here that it is not. Everything that you saw in the murder of George Floyd is consistent with the history of the relationship and interaction between black people and white people over the period of the last 600 years. And I don't think a single incident is enough to change that. What you're seeing, you know, the, the, the antagonism that you see, the depravity, the inhumanity, the, the, the disregard for the life of black people, all of that you saw in the murder of George Floyd and the, sent, the indictment and, and, and trial and sentencing that came after, you know, taking the whole thing into account, it's just another one of those tokens that could only go so far. But even before Derek Chauvin was, was, was convicted, we've heard of a number of, of killings and mutilation and brutalization of black people on the same score even while this trial was going on, even after the, the, the charging of, of things. So I, I implore people to understand that there's a, a, a psychology that is operating here. And what you see from his mother is part of that psyche. What you see from Derek Chauvin is his psyche. It's, it, it, it's dictated by his psyche. 
And it's that psychological character that governs America's criminal justice system. So in as much as we're going to say Derek Chauvin only got 22 and a half years, is much, it is much more than we have gotten over the years of, of black people being brutalized by police officers. You know, how much time did the guy get for murdering Laquan McDonald? What, ten, five years, seven years, ten years at the most? Walking across the streets and pumping 16 bullets into a young man, that is just as brutal and heinous as what Derek Chauvin did. And the same brutality and inhumanity continues to be visited upon the lives of black people all over this country. So, okay. you Colonel, know, Derek Chauvin, we have Lynn standing by. And, um, okay, I'll, let me give away. I'll just, uh, yeah, but don't you fall in it. I'll just wrap it up. Okay, I go think ahead. It's a start. It's a start. You have an arrest, an indictment, a trial, a conviction, sentencing. In that order. Even though things would have happened while this trial was going on, some of these policemen still think that this guy wouldn't have been found guilty. And by the time he would have found guilty, they still believe that this guy wouldn't have to give him maybe jail time or time served. I think the icing is going to be on the case, on the case when they try these other three officers because they're, they're being charged too. Remember that. And they too get some jail. They realize police going in jail for what they're doing. This is a starter. Let's bring Lynnet in to tell us what's happening down there in St. Kitts and Nevis and the neighboring islands, if she may. Good morning, Lynnet. Good morning, Lynnet. Hello. Let's call Phil name and see if she comes in. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't yeah, know. no, no, that's a good joke to make. <laughs> Leonard, we're not hearing you. Maybe you've muted yourself or something. How come? Okay, now we hear Hello. you. Go ahead, you said, How come? How come? Okay. <laughs> How come you are not hearing me? Nobody was hearing you. We can hear you now. Go ahead. We have limited time. Okay, good. Good morning, everybody. Cardinal Mercury. Morning. 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 As soon as I called Phil name, you came in. But go ahead. <laughs> Why you all did not? <laughs> Why you didn't wake up, Phil? <laughs> Phil, good morning. Wake up and come online. Uh, anyway, um, with all this laughter, we are on, uh, on a serious 24-hour lockdown for the next two weeks. Wow. Um, it was eminent because uh, the cases just kept going up and up and up and up. We had 428, mm. 383 since, that, since the outbreak. I know, man. No. Three deaths since the outbreak. Three deaths. And so mm-hmm. I figured it was coming. Um, I went exercise this morning, and I went as far as the first supermarket that I could <laughs> from my house. And there were long, long lines. And then my daughter and I, we went into town. 
And every supermarket had long, 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 long lines. No, I mean, no. I won't be surprised if we get a few cases out of that. But anyway. Amy, mean, they didn't have their masks on while they were in the line? Oh, Lena dropped out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something happened okay. in the internet today. Okay, Lena, you're gone again. Okay. Um, until she she get back, I'm gonna. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. She's back. back. Mm-hmm. Why is this internet jumping up and down? It's probably got COVID too. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
And if, if people in Nevis wanted to come down, if they're in a better position to help a family member, they cannot come down with a stock of food for two weeks to help out the, the, the mother, the daughter, the somebody. They, there's no movement. Then it's on again. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I think we would have heard quite a bit here from Lynette. She's uh, internet would have dropped out again. But we yeah. want to thank you for that. Let me use this opportunity because Audi would have put a lot of work into this. And since we're into mm-hmm. the 177th um, day of uh, the year, this June 26, 2021, we'll go quickly for birthdays. In Australia, we have Molly Dive. We have Gary Gilmore. Oh, we all remember mm. Gary Gilmore. Yeah. 76. He was one of the sons in our flock. Gilmore, Atkinson. Walker, Lily, and Thompson. He's having a birthday mm-hmm. today. Okay, it's over now, so we can say happy birthday to him. Zimbabwe, we go to Buddha Meman. He's on 69. Tommy um, Hangwa, he's 45. Go to England. Albert Welf. Nick Compton, he turns 38 today. South Africa, who is in the West Indies, coming up um, against um, the West Indies in 2020 today. We have a birthday day for Fidel Dilwet. He's 41. We got Tisha Chetty, 33, and Henry, that's a good name, Bumfield. Cardinal know him very well, Henry Bumfield. We go to Sri Lanka, we have David Haynes, 76. New Zealand, who just beat up on India, we have David White celebrating 60 along with the World um, World Test Championship. Pakistan, we have Amir Yamin, 31. Winston Barnes, out of Myanmar, he's a city commissioner and he's of Waves WAVS fame, 11.70 a.m. He is having a birthday today. And we have Melanie, woohoo, that's Cardinal's daughter. She's having a birthday today, Cardinal. You two might want to say happy birthday on the air. Mm-hmm. Robert Gordon, eighth Prime Minister of Canada. He was born in 1854. We have Chris O'Donnell, American actor, Robin and Batman forever. He turns 51 today. In baseball, Derek Jeter, 47. NFL, Michael Vick. Patrick calls him the dog man. He turns 41 today. He was a great quarterback. He was put out of work because he had dogs fighting. American singer Arena Grande turns 28. In 1483, we have Duke of Gloucester. He succeeds King Richard III of England after Parliament declared England Edward V illegitimate. In 1843, Hong Kong became the British Crown Colony. 1894, we have toothbrush invented in China using boar whistles. Those poor hogs. Look at that. They use whistles from the hogs to start toothbrush in China. Anything goes. 1902, we have Dr. Walter Reed. He begins research that beats yellow fever. Now we know why there is a Walter Reed hospital. 1914, the Indian Relief Act passes after a proactive period of passive resistance led by Mahatma Gandhi. It abolishes a three-pound tax imposed on Indians who had not renewed their indentures and recognizes the validity of Indian customary marriages. 1916, baseball, Cleveland Indian experiment with numbers on the jersey. 
1924. After eight years of occupation, U.S. troops leaves Dominican Republic. In 1934, FDR signed Federal Credit Union Act, establishing credit unions. 1935, Surrey's former England Test cricketer batsman Andy Sandham, he scored his 100th first-class cricket century. In 1945, the United Nations Charter signed by 50 nations in San Francisco. 1959, Queen Elizabeth II and President Eisenhower opened St. Lawrence Seaway. In 1960, Medazva, um, formerly Melagasy Republic, declares independence from France. 1964, blacks and whites riot over racial segregation in St. Augustine, Florida. In 1968, we have um, Iowa Gemma. I hope that's not a misprint, but we got I-W-O. Gemma and Bonin Island returned to Japan by the U.S. In 1972, Australian swing bowler Bob Massey, he takes 16 wickets, 8 for 84 and 8 for 53 on Test Cricket debut in second test versus England at Lord's. Yes, I remember that. 1974, okay, Leon remember that. That was mm-hmm. before Cardinal was born. Much was even thought of. The Universal Product Code is scanned for the first time to sell a package of Wrigley's chewing gum at the Marsh Supermarket in Troy, um, Ohio. 1977, Elvis Presley sings in Indianapolis, the last performance of his career. 1989, Supreme Court rules 16-year-olds can receive death penalty. 1994, KLO leader Yasser to Gaza after 27 years. 2003, we have NBA draft Leon James, first pick by the Cleveland Cavaliers. 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court rules 5-4, to four. same-sex marriages is legal right across the U.S. USA. That mute, 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 please. I'll read it again because I don't believe in this one. This is an abomination. In 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court rules five to four. Same-sex marriage is legal right across the United States. I do not believe that is right in the sight of God. My opinion. 2018, U.S. Supreme Court upholds President Trump's travel ban against mostly Muslim countries. And rightly so. I just...